Welcome to another episode of Ding Dong Chomp. Hey, I'm Marty. It's been a while. Been a while. Hi, I'm Steve. It's been a while. Yeah. And I'm an alcoholic. Oh, wait. No, that's the next Wrong. podcast. Next podcast. Okay. Yeah. But, but stay, it's Alcoholics stay. Non-Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's nothing, nothing funnier than alcoholism. Yeah. No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. I take it back. All right. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I've got a question for you. Yeah. I mean, if you're cooking a lot, and which we both do, how do you get out of, of a cooking rut? Apropos, because I am in a cooking rut. I, and I did have to cook my way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said those words. I can't believe you yeah, said I was at, really yeah. shocked. I was, yeah. I was like, this is how, this how is, Stevie got his groove back. Yeah, that's how I got a groove back. No, I get in ruts where so I just don't want to. the Caribbean. I, don't, I went to the Caribbean this, and this beautiful, the beautiful black man. Beautiful black man just showed me that I am a strong black woman. Yes. No, I, I, I get. Uh, look, I look at food all day long on blogs. I subscribe to a bunch well, of subreddit, subreddits. I read every everything you can about food, and mm-hmm. yet I'm not inspired. So to get out of a rut recently, I mean, uh, and like, what's a rut? Which I just found out as a word before we started recording. Um, it's from Tequila Mockingbird, I was told, <laughs> <laughs> which is a book. Uh, yeah, like I know how to cook. I have a couple of recipes that are my go-to, but I'm, sometimes I just get bored. I just don't, I don't want to cook because I don't, it doesn't bring me any joy. Yes. That is my definition of a rut. Well, yes. And you have a, an expertise of, to some degree with certain techniques, very few, but yes, certain. well, uh, me as well. A very and, specific set of skills, and <laughs> and once your wife gets kidnapped, you'll yes. you'll cook your way out. I of will it. cook my. Way, I'm gonna. I'm coming for you, baby. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get the casserole dish and the tagine and the. Well, sous-vide. that's the thing. Is like is you know to learn a new technique requires an investment of a certain amount of time. Yes, and it has to have the payoff of that of something that you that you really love. Well, what I do. Is, you know, I don't food. You have to love the food. I, I don't look to recipes. I don't look to books. I don't look to uh, culture telling me you, you should be cooking this. I will go to a supermarket, and usually I'll go to one out of my comfort zone, like um, one that I'm not used to going to. And I will go and I will buy a protein I have never cooked before. So I did I that. Uh, did that recently. I just bought a pork belly. I've never cooked pork belly. I've eaten a lot of pork belly, yeah. but I've never cooked it. And I just grabbed it. And a big, big portion of it. Yeah. So it's a big investment. Mm. It's ex- it's not cheap. Well, it depends where you go. Okay, so it was pretty cheap. I went to, I went to a cheap supermarket. Yeah. But still, it's I, I, it was a, a large amount of, of pork belly. And then I got it home, and then the panic set in because I realized, oh, this is a lot of money because I bought a lot of it. Yeah. I know it's cheap where you get it, but I bought a lot of it. And it's going to go bad. And I'm profoundly, profoundly cheap. So I don't want to throw it out. So thus begins the R&D phase of this new protein. And I just look up how to cook it. How do you cook well, a pork belly? For the, for everyone knows that bacon is made from pork belly. So that, that's Yeah, but I don't, have a smo- I don't have a smoker. So I said, all right, that's out. And yeah. what should I do? And uh, as the days went on and I looked at this giant package of expensive meat just starting to Look, look bad in my refrigerator. I finally f- settled on a recipe, cooked it, sous vide it for like 10 hours in this Asian-y brine uh, marinade, uh-huh. and it was 
bananas good. Yeah. Like I, I, I went, oh, and I took it to a dinner party, and I was like, oh, look at you. I just you showed up with a took that that a rack same, of a rack that of belly. Same belly went to like <laughs> three meals. Did at I bring home. you? Did I bring you some? No, you brought me some uh, oh, leg of lamb, which oh, right. was delicious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it, it definitely got me out of my rut and then I had it, I had so much of it. I didn't know, okay, well, we're going to put it in breakfast tacos. All right. We're going to make it a part of a salad. We're going to render off some of the fat and cook with it. Like I, it, it just opened up this, this whole new avenue of, of food exploration. So that that's, wh- wh- what do you do? Like you, or do you ever get in a rut? Uh, yeah, sometimes because I, I just think of like, oh, it's such an, uh, an effort to learn a new technique. Yes. Um, but I, I tend to do what you do, and I'll just get a hunk of meat. And so I went to, like, the first time I cooked pork belly, I went to the market. And then I didn't really look. I, you know what? I had eaten it a certain way at a restaurant. And I was like, oh, I think I can do that. And then I put it, um, I pressure cooked it, and then then you crisp it up afterwards. So I cre- pressure cooked it in some apple cider. Ooh. And then... Um, and then just crisped it up, and it's fantastic. So, yeah. So it's nice and tender, and then you get that mix of textures. Uh, but I tend to, like, my rabbit hole is like, oh, what's the most elaborate thing I can do? So then I take a trash can, and I buy these meat hooks, and I got two um, full pork bellies, and then used a computer fan to, like, you know. You made a smoker. Yeah. yeah. took a computer fan and a 12-volt battery, a 9-volt battery, and... Uh, just you know, put it together so that, uh, and then to put some laundry tubing in there, and then had <laughs> had to go from an electric smoker, had the smoke go into this trash can that had these bellies that I salted, uh, that I brined, and then uh, you know had that going for whatever, however many hours, and made my own bacon. Had you ever made bacon before? No, that no. was your first. And yeah. have you ever made bacon since? No, it's yeah. such a pain in the ass. That's, that's dumb. Yeah, no, but it was super fun, and it you know it was not like it, I ended up. I mean, it cost more than buying better bacon, but it was. Really it's worth fun. it. Yeah, it was. It was, and it's good to just know how these things are done and to try it once or twice. And, um, but, yeah, I think getting out of your comfort zone is a good way to do it. So going to a restaurant that you don't that you like, or and then think, okay, well, how do how would I do this at home, or or you know, buying a, a mystery ingredient and saying, what what am I going to do with it. Yeah, or sometimes I'll something that I know how to do technique wise, I'll try and transform it, transpose it into something else. Like I, the other day I was thinking like, oh yeah, I love making gumbo and it's fun and it's a bowl of hearty soup. But how maybe I could make that into like a soup dumpling, where there's gumbo inside. Yeah, you're looking at me real funny. <laughs> I think we just lost our one New Orleans listener. Yeah, and you lost all the Chinese <laughs> and, listeners and all the Chinese. <laughs> The uh, the click farm that's listening to this. Yeah. Yes. I, it, but it's just like, oh, that's it. it you know, all right, I got to figure out the math. I got to think about how thick the wall of the of the wrapper needs to be and how am I going to make a gelatin out of uh, roux. I don't know. It, it was just one of those gets my brain going. And then, yeah, eventually I gave up on it and I just made pork belly. But at least I felt like I'm out of the rut. Like if I'm not creating... Well, I know when, I sound like when a pretentious. Was pork, pork belly? When when was pork belly? It was about a month ago. And so, what did you make? Sin- what have you made since then? Uh, well, I made uh, leg of lamb. Oh. But that's yeah. all I did was apply heat to it. That's yeah. not. And it was good. Uh, no, I've been like I've really not been making anything. The, uh, the oh, so you're still in the rut. Then. I'm still in the rut. My okay, well, so I, you don't I, know how to get out of the rut. No, I literally just came from the supermarket and I bought some um, octopus. 
and ah. I'm not comfortable with octopus, but I'm gonna cook my way out of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna research it. And I'm gonna learn some things, and I'm gonna expand my horizon. I don't know what the I don't know how you cook that particular protein. I actually just watched uh, a a thing on uh, on YouTube where this this uh, Japanese chef in Hawaii he sous vides it overnight and then. He broils it basically. Okay. He torches it. God, yeah. we're nerds. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll send you the video. But, oh, great. Uh, yeah, it, it looked really cool. Uh, I, I just have a problem with octopus because you know they're supposedly very intelligent. You know they have a different kind of intelligence, and uh, so there's no. These went to state school. I I checked their. Uh, <laughs> I checked their. <laughs> but anyway, that's how I get out of a a, a rut. Yeah. Yeah. But. So, so where'd you get the octopus? Uh, at a Korean supermarket. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, the Korean or the, or the, the octopus? The He's octopus. like, oh, pleased to meet you. Uh, um, uh, yeah, where are we going? Oh, all right. Now you make me feel bad. Uh, yeah, because you know they're trying to farm octopus. Now. I, I know, I know, I know. I should have, oh. I, I should have picked something else. Oh no, no. I, I abalone. That's what I'm going to get next oh, time. Never yeah. cooked. Have you ever cooked an abalone? Uh, Am I even saying it correctly? Y- you are saying it correctly. It's it's very uh, expensive, and I, that's the part that frightens me. Yeah, and they they have strict res- they have a lot of restrictions here in the in the U.S. about how you can harvest them and and. Uh, well, they're live at this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get them live. They usually, they still come from China, but like, you know, you, you can't like commercially harvest them in in the U.S. I don't think. Um, there, there are all these crazy restrictions about it because it affects the the otter population. And but what do they stuff. taste like? That, that oh, it, they it, taste fantastic. Okay, then I'm so, good. Then I'm, so I'm, delicious. I'm going to forget everything you said before oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah. And no, 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 you I'm should totally. Yeah, but it, it that's another one that's really hard to cook. And yeah, I want to learn to cook. Yeah, it. Um, this Japanese guy, he oh, as part of his his um, uh, octopus methodology, he's like normally I. You know, I used to uh, massage the octopus for 45 minutes, and that each one, you know, has eight legs. So that's a lot of time. It's eight times 45. Yes. Which is and like, then he's like over 200. And then he's like, well, then I thought, well, maybe I can get a, like one of those electric shiatsu massagers. And, like, and he's like, now I can do it in five minutes. <laughs> so and he shows him just with like, just on this cutting board, just massaging uh, this this. Poor, you know, it's dead, dead though, right? Dead octopus. Okay, well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it'll almost be nicer if you, before you kill the animal, you give it a, a, a forty-five minute massage. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, the the one thing that is a, a turnoff is, is that there's a lot of trial and error in, in, as part of this, and, and luckily we have more resources that we, that will tell us where we screw up. But back before the you, the YouTube was around, like I ruined a lot of meals because I didn't know. You know, the oh, yeah, technique. I didn't cook. It was just, it was too yeah. expensive to figure out a recipe on your own. And right. there was only, there was a finite amount of cookbooks that you could either get your hands on. So now I do exactly what I did. I buy a pork belly and I get home and I go, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. Let's figure it out. Let's That's go. Come on, internet. Yeah. So I, I, it is just about challenging yourself, getting out of your comfort zone and also, you know, having a good knowledge and curiosity about, about cuisine. I have all of those things. That's what I like about you. That's Steve. what I like about me too. I I have a question for you. All right. How do you plan a dinner party? First of all, you have to have friends, right? I, I didn't. So I got yeah. to start there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's step one. Get uh, some step friends. one. How do I get friends? Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. The social podcast is after the <laughs> AA podcast. Um, 
the yeah, that's a good question. Thank you. Uh, I am um, actually through a, a dinner party last night, and I think the the key is planning. Okay. Yeah. So thinking about what you're going to do before you do it. Yes, and like there are people who do will, you like back time? Do you well, there are, there are people who totally will put out write a it schedule. Out. They'll yeah. write out a whole schedule, like a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't do a timeline. No, I kind of mentally do it. And like you know, I I was so obsessed uh, with that, with like getting things out hot and just as they come off, you know. And so timing, like if I smoked a brisket, I would time it like so that I would put it in so that when people got there, that's right when the timing would be ready. But inevitably, it needed like an extra hour, and so then I kind of screwed myself. So one thing I learned from just watching better, more experienced chefs when they throw dinner parties is that they have. They have most Chaf- chafing dishes, <laughs> chafing dishes, <laughs> or they have things that that Salisbury are, steak for everybody. Right. They'll <laughs> they'll have things that are that are ready, uh, that don't need to be served a la minute. You know, um, salads and uh, various appetizer things. That shit is all made hours ahead of time. Right, and it's buying you time, and it's buying you time, and you have food that out there. So the things that do need to be cooked at the minute. Like they are, the, that they only have to worry about that one thing or that those two things to be cooked on time, hmm. and so everything else is already. And then, or or if it's a stewy thing, it's you've cooked it the day before, and all you need to do is reheat it. Right. And so I mean that that's like really basic stuff. But when you think of you know when you're cooking, you a lot of times you're thinking, okay, it, it takes three hours to cook this thing, so I need to start at three for dinner at six, you know, if I'm serving old people. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see why I wasn't invited. Right. One of your young friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so from so three to six, when in fact you three hours to cook doesn't mean it needs to be done. You, you don't need to have it ready right at six. You can have it ready at three or at noon or the day before if need be you know well yeah you're not a full functioning kitchen right which is when you go to a restaurant there's usually more than one person back there right and there's a lot of prep that goes on long before the store is o- restaurant is open so uh, yeah i find and it hard to replicate that at well, a dinner party you but you want the, to you, you like, have the advantage also of knowing what the menu is so like oh. you don't have to pay oh you don't you don't print a menu and, <laughs> and, say, and say yeah okay. take your pick and you then, know? then you're like i'm sorry we just we're yeah. out of that oh, yeah. we're out oh of that. you wanted the chicken oh, sorry now nah, yeah. we're out of the chicken yeah. we, um let me tell you about our special <laughs> singular we, uh, we have smoked brisket but it is fun to have those at least one thing that is uh that is to like that you make at the minute you know so last night i of course i timed it badly but I'm I'm rolling out pasta while people are here, right? And and luckily it took you know minutes to cook, and so I mean I, I can get a pasta from flour to the table in like you know 45 minutes, half an hour. Humble brag. Yeah, no, Look no, you. I'm just bragging. No, that's just a brag. Yeah, okay. it's a full on brag wow. because I I know that, so I know that I can I'm not going to be that much screwed as opposed to if I have. Uh, a brisket on the smoker, like I can't make that go any faster. It's right. going to go as fast as it want as it goes, you know. So, see that I find you're you're playing with fire with something like a brisket. Like you don't, it, it could, well, it could need another hour. Like I right. would only cook things, and and the best dinner parties I've had because I I have had some disastrous ones where I'm like I'm going to make French fries from scratch. Well, that takes 
to do it correctly, the serious eats way, it's two days. And uh, yeah. I, I don't have a deep fryer and there's all these other things going on. And I have to focus on making these little cuts of potato become delicious golden brown French fry. It was like there's right in a restaurant. There's a guy that just deals with that. Oh, right. Or, a- or and girl. if you have a lot of people, you st- even if you have your own deep fryer, you can only yeah. cook a half a pound or so at a time. Yeah, Like that's, and that's I, not going to get you. I'm never doing that again oh. because I was running around. I think you were there. I was making like lamb burgers. Maybe you weren't there. No, you, I you wasn't sat there. Out, oh, you I, weren't invited. Oh, here's a, here. Oh, here's a party you weren't invited yeah, to. Yeah. I had a bunch of people over to make lamb burgers, but I wanted to make fries yeah. and that's, Really hard to. I was the only one. Yeah, well, I was I, like in that Liberace movie where he's playing sixteen beats to the bar. Like he's he doubles. I was double time. I was running yeah, around, yeah. and it's that's a. It's no fun for me because I'm not a professional chef. Yeah, and the the, the audience, the the diners, they don't care. They're, they're like care. like oh, this is yeah. this is almost as good as McDonald's. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's gr- the best you're gonna get out of Screw it. Screw that. But no, actually, I did do uh, French fries for um, a dinner party once, but. That was the only thing I was doing. So I spent the day well, yeah, I gotta cutting watch, French fries. And I got to watch eight lamb burgers, make sure right, I don't no, overcook exactly. them and dress yeah, them. And, uh, so I'm I, done with that. I brought over a sack of five pounds of pre, pre-blanched, you know, in oil French fries. And, and they, like, it was, they turned out amazing. And again, uh, bragging. Brag. Pure, Not pure even a humble brag, no, just no, a braggy brag. Pure brag. Uh, because it was the only thing I had to focus on. So that's the other thing is just know your limitations, know the limitations of your kitchen, know like know what you can do ahead of time. So if I were to do a brisket, I would make sure that it was done at noon or at two so then I can hold it at a certain heat. Right. But if it needs more time, I can give it more time, you know, or if I need to run out and get burgers <laughs> and say, hey, menu change. Um, but that, that's the other, th- that's the one thing. Other thing is have lots of booze. Um, Duh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and don't expect people to bring booze. Um, really? Know. That seems well, like a faux pas. To not bring it? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. some of your friends, you know, they, oh, they might be faux. No, now I know why I didn't get invited. You might have faux friends. <laughs> um, the, and then also just have nibbles, like, cause if you do get, What's the little stuff when you're in a Korean barbecue? All the little tiny the plates? The banchan. Banchan, yeah. Like yeah. That's so if you, have yeah. pickles. If, if have you have, yeah, if you get stuck in the weeds, I was stuck in the weeds for half an hour. There was a three-year-old child here running around and was hungry. And so it's like, thank God that there was cheese and uh, bread there. because Always, always start with cheese and, and bread. Yeah. Can't go wrong. You know what I've noticed when I, when I do them? Sometimes I start with a, what was the term you use uh, of the minute? Uh, a la minute. A la minute. Like I start with a pizza. Which I yeah. like has to go right at, like people show up and I throw it right in the oven. It's ready to go, and it's you know has to be eaten immediately. I mean, it doesn't have to, but mm, it's, no, it's, it's, it's better. And they're they're impressed with that. And then I go right into well, we have uh, chili cooked yesterday, <laughs> and we have some uh, canned corn and uh, some rice I made yesterday. Like, but starting with something that's you're like showing off your skills yes and, and you're running around the kitchen and then you can kind of lean into the oh i'm just heating up this bl- this lasagna that was already made that well, doesn't I, that i've done pizza parties and i did invite you to them <sighs> and but the thing sad is sad brag <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm just hunting for empathy from the audience but i i did have to like you're, you're doing, you have one little oven that is cooking a dozen pizzas. And I know that I, I just expect to be there all night, just running the oven. And like I, I ran and 
to a chef the other day and he's like, oh, when are we going to have dinner? And it's like, oh, we can, you know, come over and we'll throw a pizza party. And he's like, and look on his face. It's like, the last thing I want to do is work. Yeah. He's like, let's just order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> let's go they to, know how to do it. Yeah. That, that, that's and, actually, and it I think, think you've like, discovered yeah. the real way to do it is just have it all catered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> works like, better. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, that, that my, my idea of a dinner party is to not be at work. <laughs> you know, so, but but our rich friend does that when she has people over. It's all catered, and yeah, it's yeah. meh. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. How, it's but then you know it's. But you get more time to hang out. She's never out. like, hold on a sec. I have to go check on the uh, the smoker. Right, because if it's a pizza party, then inevitably the wife is like, okay, you didn't talk to anybody last night. You know? that's, but maybe that's less about cooking and more about you and your yeah. social phobias. I want to have pizza party every party. <laughs> okay. When is our uh, psychology oh, <laughs> podcast? Oh, is that after A? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's on the schedule, but I might have to reschedule. So, Oy. so do you have a dinner party coming up? Is that what you're asking about the the question? Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you're invited. Oh no, okay. I'm I'm planning a dinner at a restaurant, which oh. has been. If anyone uh, like, I think ten, maybe twelve people. Uh-huh. And it, uh, if you've ever had to deal with that, it's. Um, it's difficult because yeah. people, can I bring someone? Like, no, this is a special birthday for my wife. And yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't eat this. Like, I'll send you the menu. and okay, I can't do Friday. Like, okay, we'll move. The, right. Oh, we're in, we're out. I, I, like, and then arguing with the food and beverage person because this is a pre-fee. And Prefix? Just, yes, it's, it's a preset menu uh-huh. that I had to choose and had to think, oh, well, she doesn't like seafood, and this one has a, is a celiac or whatever. She's it's like, called celiac disease. It's a real thing. It's a real thing or not? I don't know, but she can't eat if she's in the I'm same a, room. I'm with, not a she. I'm a he. No, it's this other one who's coming to the thing. If if uh, you're invited, if she's in the same room as bread, uh, she goes into a coma. So like you know, it's just uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of stress. On top of I have to, you know, give someone niceness at their birthday <laughs> oh geez that's hard enough well the wife has been to the restaurant and so she and she yes. says it's very nice oh i've been there before i've had oh. dinner there it's okay. good you're yeah. gonna enjoy it but right. i'm uh e- even just having someone else cook just organizing the fucking schedules and it's, it's a pain food picadillos of yeah. 11 los angelinos is like it, do making you, a film that is exclusive to LA, isn't it? I yeah. think people are like that everywhere. Is I don't eat this, or I'm we're doing keto for June, or uh, who knows? Like everyone's, everyone's a pain in the ass. Well, oh, she doesn't drink, so yeah, yeah. she's this can't be near that, and uh, the, I don't know how wedding planners do it. I would just go nuts. Yeah, I was worried about the three year old last night, but luckily she was a little porker, and she was could not have been more fun to cook for. You mean she was heavy set? No, she she <laughs> ate she ate everything. Okay, I wouldn't call her a porker. Oh no, we were calling her a porker to her face. Okay, yeah. well that she, she should come on the psychology podcast <laughs> later. Talk through her feelings. Well, uh, I good luck with your dinner. Thank you, uh, and I hope you get out of your rut. I will cook my way out. Yes, that poor octopus, Octi the octopus. All right, I'm going to go return it. I'll, I'll get an abalone or no, or no. cuttlefish. No, I mean it's not. I don't think they have the, the type of intelligence that makes them like fun to talk to. But they are very clever. They can, they can work their way out of, uh, you know. Okay, I don't uh, out of all sorts of puzzles. I'll get a vegan like one from Whole Foods. Yeah, the the impossible octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Look for it on your restaurant shelves, or I'm sorry, your grocery shelves. Tofoctopus. 
that n- yes. So <laughs> ding dong chomp at gmail.com. That's ding dong. D i n g d o n g. Well, actually, it, it would be uh, podcast at ding dong chomp. Po- oh, uh, that's com. how you reach us. Yeah. Podcast yeah. at ding dong chomp dot com. Yeah. No Gmail. No Gmail. Strike that. I mean, it goes through Gmail, but. Yeah. Oh, I see. It sits on top of. It's a skinned <laughs> Gmail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's podcast at, at ding dong chomp. Ding dong chomp. Half the podcast com. is us just telling you how to get in touch with us. Yes, because it's been so empty <laughs> lately. But no, that's been our fault. But we will, we will be rigorously putting these online. Sure. We, yes. So look for it in your feed and uh, subscribe on iTunes and whatever you And do. rate us on iTunes and give us a one star. Please. I would love, like, no. nothing makes me want to no. listen to a podcast Don't listen and to him. one star. Don't listen to him. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. If you like it, rate us well. If no, not, one star. If not, I go dare listen you. to this, this <laughs> forkful. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.